Did you just hear the musical facelift that our theme song, intro song, just got? Yeah, no, it was pretty dope. It sounded like something from Hot 101.2. Yeah, it felt like you know, enough time had passed that it maybe behooved us to have something that sounded a little more authentic, a little more like a real podcast intro song. Um so how are things going, Bobby? It's been it's been a while. Have not uh, spoken to you in some time. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of been a tough summer, Skyler. There's not been a lot going on. Um, but did we want to tell our fans, the audience, about a little trip that we went on? You, uh, oh yeah, so so me, uh, my friend Stevie. Uh, his friend Aaron, and then Bobby and Evil Bobby, all five of us went uh, to Palm Springs. Yes, it was the most evil vacation. We went into the middle of the desert, which is dead, and it was 110,000 degrees, and everything died under the scorching sun. So it was a fun vacation. It was... It was a blast, uh, exactly as Evil Bobby describes. Uh, so the drive there was pretty crazy. It's, I guess, only about two-hour drive, but it was 140 miles or something like that. And just driving through the middle of nowhere, it, it's crazy how you you go from feeling like L.A. is this really vast city and in and not very much time at all. It's it's there's just nothing. Uh, which which is which was pretty pretty neat. It was pretty neat to see. I would have had a more fun trip out there if you did not insist upon us listening to podcasts the whole way. That's that's prime music country, baby. We could have listened to some of my soundtracks. Well, Bobby, I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't driven for two hours straight in a long time, and I needed the podcasts to stay sane. You got a free ride. Evil Bobby got a free ride. I don't think either of you should be complaining. Um, but the trip itself was was to this Airbnb. It was pretty nice. It had like a pool and a hot tub in the pool and a grill. And it was a really, really nice home. Um, but obviously, we didn't really go out beyond uh, the home. But it seemed like a cool area. I can imagine... Uh, what it's what it's like during music uh, festival season. Uh, there was so there was so many RVs on on the way over. You could see just giant parking lots full of RVs, which clearly are only used for Coachella and maybe the odd desert road trip. Do you want to talk about the food situation? Because I found that to be pretty funny. Um, Scarlet Brett. Otis Foodie brought like hundred pounds of food because he thought we were going to be, you know, stuck there forever. We thought we were going to have no rations. 
So he brought like hamburgers and he brought tacos and he brought chips and he brought uh, alcohol and he brought whiskey. And Avery Bobby tried his first ever alcohol. He took a sip of a whiskey. Yes, it was um, perplexing flavor. I don't seem to understand how Avery adults enjoy it. But I tried it, and that's what matters. That's the evil thing that matters in the end. Yeah, evil Barbie, you... <laughs> you clearly have, are still suffering the effects of the drinking of the alcohol, even though it was four days ago, I should say. But you're talking nonsense, sir. Yeah, yeah, that was fun, and we also... Um, listen to music, and we just lied around a pool, and it was so hot. Yeah, it was like, I think, 106 degrees uh, most days. And so uh, I went through, we went through a an entire can of sunscreen in two and a half, three days of use, it was, it was pretty nuts. But, you know, trying to avoid skin cancer, go me, go us. Um, yeah, and, and came back, and it was nice. Uh, what else has been going on, Bobbies? You've been mostly playing video games. You have not been doing anything fun with the Bobbies. And I think that you are spending too much time on that damn boob tube, Skylar. You're staring at the boob all day. Uh, this is not a surprise knowing you. Well, video games are, yeah, they're kind of a great tool for, you know, waiting for this coronavirus vaccine to get deployed. It's a great way to, to fast forward time, you know, you... You hit a little weed, and then you play, I don't know, Final Fantasy fifteen for seven, eight hours. Forget forget where your whole day is gone. Go to bed, rinse, and repeat. That is, that is how we survive this long, boring stretch of forced captivity. Um, video, video games have, are something that it's kind of interesting. I feel like in my youth and growing up... Uh, there was increasingly more and more shame as an adult for by other adults for playing video games and it's it's you know what who gives a shit who gives a flying shit if you think that you know something that I, that I enjoy and something that helps me find happiness in this world that we live in uh, who like if you think that it's childish or it's a waste of time go fuck yourself i really don't I don't, I, I, none of that stuff seems to matter anymore. So much insecure bullshit does not seem to matter anymore. Uh, and maybe that perspective is something that, temporary, but I don't know. I, anyway, I feel like I'm unashamed at this point to say I love playing video games. They're great. They're like another art form that's interactive. And if you turn your nose up to that, I feel like that's your own limitations entering the conversation. But... So what's interesting, though, is during quarantine, it's not been uh, lots of different new video games that I've been playing. It's been like the same things over and over again. Uh, it's been 
Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy 7 and Fallout 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5 and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, is it two? I don't remember if it's one or two. Uh, FIFA, you know, but, but just the same sort of comfort foods. And, and I've been doing the same thing with, with TV and movies. It's been, you know, light and funny, familiar, nothing scary, nothing too much stress, nothing too, too much work. Uh, it's it's very masturbatory mentally. Yeah, Skyler, I know I don't know everything about the human body. I am just a little boy who has been three going on four for several years now. But I I I don't know if it's you're saying mas masturbatory. And I don't know if that is the case. It might or be. But what if it's just fun? And what if fun is the whole point of being alive and being a little boy who grows up to be a real boy? So, I have noticed that evil Bobby... What? Why are you saying my name? Well, it's because I have noticed that you have been playing some games on your Nintendo Switch. The evil Nintendo Switch. And I noticed you've been playing Animal Crossing, and I would love if you would please explain that to the courtroom, Ava Bobby. I do not have to justify myself to you, regular Bobby. Animal Crossing is a. It's. It's not very evil, is it? No, it's, it's not evil, but sometimes we just gotta let some steam off, you know? Sometimes we just gotta unwind. And sometimes we just wanna be with our friends. Evil Bobby, are you crying? What the hell's going on? This is evil Bobby playing Animal Crossing and crying. Choose your next words wisely, Skyler and regular Barbie. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. No need to, no need to raise evil voices at me. Um, what else is going? On? What are we, what are we watching? I mean, I kind of already hinted at it, but the the same way that I'm like replaying all familiar video games, I'm watching familiar shows, uh, with a couple of exceptions, mostly. Lately, it's been going through the entire Seinfeld catalog. Uh, for I guess it's only been like the second or third time. I didn't like Seinfeld when I was a kid, and my parents would always get me Seinfeld on DVD, and I don't know why. I think it's because my aunts or uncles liked it, and they would all talk about it, and so I got to have DVD of this early 90s show I didn't get. Um... But then, as an adult, I sort of found it. Um, and it's, it's been the soothing sort of nothing ever goes wrong, but not lowbrow comedy that, I don't know, I feel like helps me get from, from moment to moment, really. Skylar, do you want to you wanna hear my favorite part of the sound fad when you've been watching it? Uh, Sure, Bobby. Uh, 
like you're being your favorite. Yes, but my favorite character is Ren. Is Ren sort of Jerry? Is in Jerry's apartment. And he is hanging out doing nothing because there's a show about nothing. And then and the big uh, the new man comes in and he goes, hello, Jerry. And then Jerry goes, hello, new man. And he always says that even though he's not a new man, he's been on a show like seven times. So I think that's funny. <laughs> that, uh... That is funny, Bobby. That uh, I mean, everybody lo- loves the, the Jerry uh, Newman dynamic. I would say that's a that's a highlight of the show that is regularly referenced and glorified. Um, <laughs> there's also been this uh, show called Corporate on Comedy Central, and Corporate is, I guess, it's the the void that was left in Comedy Central when workaholics stopped making new episodes. It's sort of, you know, the everyman's dorky, bro-y comedy. And corporate is is kind of... I bet a lot of the writers... I've done no research to to verify this, but I bet a lot of the writers from Workaholics went to corporate or maybe the the film crew, the DPs, etc., the direct... Like, it feels like it's the same... Coming from the same family... And the premise is basically that these two, you know, like 30-year-old dudes are in junior executive and training jobs at some giant, like, Walmart conglomerate that does everything from make desk fans to bombs. Um, and it's all about the sort of the dynamic above them and how fake and false and self-serving it is and, and soulless it is. And that sounds like such a simple show premise but the way they do it is just so extreme and intense it's almost like if Darren Aronofsky were making a comedy about a soulless workplace that's it feels like that it feels like there's some high concept moments uh and so that's that's been a new thing that's been nice um also been doing alone which is the show where 10 different people try to survive for as long as they can in Alaska with almost no supplies. Like they just build their houses and they have to hunt and fish. And then all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, 20 degrees below zero and there's a two feet of snow and bears come. It's, it seems crazy, but like it's nature is, is its own crazy reality show writing team. So, like, the real things that happen are, are pretty dramatic. Uh, also, so many people just losing so much weight on this show. I'm wondering if, like, doing a survival thing for, like, a, a week or two, come back just looking lovely. I wonder if that's, like, a, a good idea. And if it's a good idea, I wonder if it's, like, something that rich people would pay money for. Like, you basically are given like the same survival pack anyone's given and a walkie-talkie for emergencies and and somebody nearby that could come get you if you were hurt or sick or whatever but the rest of it is free the rest of it's just nature so i feel like if you could package that together you could make like a hundred percent profit on selling people like nature survival slash nature survival crash course diets Sky, that is um, a weird premise, 
But knowing you and knowing the things that you like, I can see why you would think that that was a good idea. Really? Think about this. I think we need to be making more cartoons. We need to be making new cartoons because cartoons is easy to make. You just have somebody draw it on a paper that you have, you keep drawing on more paper and more paper, and then you do a little flip work, and you flip with your thumb, and it makes a little piece of paper turn into a cartoon. So, why am I saying all this? Because with a coronavirus, we could be doing a cartoon show, and nobody got to be together. They don't got to be in front of cameras. They don't gonna, they don't not gonna get each other sick that way. So I think that's real smart, and you should listen to me for some time, and then we don't always have to listen to you. Well, Bobby, that that is a a good idea. It's what? It's a good idea. The. More cartoons, more animated shows, especially adult comedies. I know that there's a couple, like, uh, you know, everything from Family Guy to Big Mouth to uh, Duncanville, the Amy Poehler one. There's lo- there's lots uh, of adult comedy cartoons now. Probably probably was a trend that was already happening on its own, but I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm sure that we'll see more and more of those. I just don't know what it's like to be agreed with and I'm just going to savor this moment and enjoy it forever you you do that Bobby you you tuck it tuck it away and put it in the bank um what else we got to talk about anybody doing any dating uh dating during coronavirus well I went on a date recently um she was 34 but she was just a little bit too much into Jesus. She a little too religious for me. Uh, you know, Bobby is not quite sure uh, what he believes. Bobby doesn't really know if he is going to be in a religion or not. But he's keeping his options open. But anyway, that's why... Uh, nothing happened between us. Not at all the age difference. That should age is just a number. Um, which is what R. Kelly said about Aaliyah at one point. So you know that that's good if such famous people are saying it. But you're right, Skylar. It's different than it used to be. For me, it's different in that I... Uh, have to do phone calls now, and I don't like to do phone calls. Phone calls are not exactly my favorite thing. I I can. <laughs> it's two things that we're gonna agree on today. I can relate to you, Bobby. I also don't really enjoy uh, the phone call situation during coronavirus. But you know, it, you got to do what you got to do to 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 keep talking to people, keep feeling like you're living your life. Um, you've got to also, before you risk, you know, exposing yourself to someone either out at a park, that, that sounds like a, like a registered sex offender list thing, exposing yourself to their germs and the possibility that they could get you sick. You've, you got to do a little bit of vetting and a little bit of homework to see, is this person 
treating this pandemic the way that they should? Is this person uh, behaving in a way that won't put me in, in harm's way? And they've got to find the same thing out about me. Um, but that just not being able to go to restaurants and bars, really, it's, it just feels like you've, you've got so much, so many fewer options for like a fun, comfortable environment. Uh, so the dates never end up being that long. It's like you go walk around the block of someone's neighborhood, uh, because they don't want to even drive anywhere. Uh, or you go meet in a park if you've been chatting, uh, and, and you have some good energy, you, you bring a couple of road beers or whatnot and you, you drink it on a blanket in the park. Uh, that's fine. It just, it just feels like the, the readily accessible cocktails was kind of like what made dating doable. And I mean, it's the, the, the likelihood that I'm going to, or Bobby, you are going to meet specifically someone that that's going to have an impact on your life before a vaccine's out in the next couple of months. Unlikely. Uh, so maybe it's okay to just not put so much pressure on ourselves to, to, to be, you know, a hundred miles an hour in, in, in the dating game. So, you know, it's, we can keep talking about this sort of as a therapeutic thing. We can keep mentioning it. Uh, as a way to work through it, but it it doesn't seem like the segment of how is our dating life going is going to change that much in the foreseeable future. But then who knows, right after coronavirus, I bet everyone who's been sort of taking this seriously, is, who is single, is going to be thinking, holy shit, it is time for cuffing season. It, cuffing season has come early this year. Um, it is, or it's exactly exactly on time for when that would normally be um but yeah so i'm not i'm not thinking about it too much um which is interesting because before all of this uh six seven months ago whenever it was i was really thinking about it pretty much all day long uh it was all that really mattered outside of you know work and this podcast that i do every eight to nine months um and it it was it was very it was a very dominant part of my thinking uh, in terms of how I'd want to spend my time is oh you know dating and trying to figure out how to put down more roots in LA and and again that's another thing that just feels like it's become it's it's fallen down the food chain or the pecking order uh, so to speak because of our present situation. Thanks, Scarlett, for that journal entry about dating. Um, not really a conversation, but it's fine. I told you what's going on with me. Um, do we have any... Are there no ads? Can we please do an ad? Anything to, to get off of you talking about dating? Well, uh, we do have a new segment. Uh, it's Mom's Thing of the Episode. Scarlett, it's Mom's Thing of the Episode! Okay, Skyla, I have, this is my first Mom's Thing of the Episode segment, and I'm really excited about it. So let me tell you. So my thing of the episode for the segment, for the segment that we're calling Mom's Thing of the Episode, is throw pillows. So I love to have throw pillows. I love it whenever you come home 
and you're visiting your father and I, and you have to take 15 pillows off of the bed in your bedroom that hasn't been used in weeks and months. I love it when you have all these extra decorative things. They're like little obstacles, little beautiful artistic obstacles. And I love to create obstacles for my boy. So, I throw pillows is definitely going to be mom's thing of the episode for the mom's thing of the episode segment. When do you want me to come in and do the recording? Skylar? Hello? Skylar, it's mom's thing of the episode! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was great. That was that was one of the highlights of doing this podcast of all time was that bit. I I'm just really grateful. I just want to thank the Academy of twelve people who subscribed to our podcast. Um and say thank you for indulging me. Uh but we do have a little bit more mom. I think she has purchased our episodes only ad, so let's go do the ad. Hello? It's Skyla's mother. You might remember me from Skyla's podcast show that I frequently appear on. And you might remember me from the last episode where you heard an ad just like this one from my company, Mask. And we were doing this new product called Mask for Mask by Masks or something like that. I forget what my company's called. Anyway, we have a new product. So, you know, you can get coronavirus from 150 million different ways. It's not just from your face. Also, coronavirus is being found in poop. So, there's other ways you can be dangerous to people. Imagine if you were out in public, you have a mask on your face, and you have a mask on that mask because your mother made it for you, and you want to keep it nice and pristine and clean. That, That would be a mask by mask by mask. But, in this case, you are about to break wind. And when you break wind... You're shooting little shit particles out there with that have your coronavirus in it. And then Scarlet's mother's going to get it. And then that's going to ruin my mask company. Anyway, imagine if you had a mask for a moment like that. And you could put it over your butt. And then you'd, you'd be able to protect other people from getting coronavirus from your ass. We call it ask by mask. And remember, if you put it near your butt, but you don't put it on your butt, it doesn't prevent you from farting at people. So don't be an uncovered asshole, you little shit. By ask, by mask, by me. Welcome back from that uh, ad break. That was fun. Uh, Ask, by mask. We uh, we we now have supported two back-to-back mask ads. Uh, clearly, not masking our income deficit uh, at this podcast. Anyway, we are excited to have uh, via, I guess, phone call, uh, Kimmy and Stacy. From Kimmy and Stacy's Cupcakes. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, guys. What's going on? Uh, combine your businesses. Was that a statement or a question? 
Kimmy and I have decided to combine our businesses because for better or for worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, uh, we were struggling uh, to sell cupcakes during the coronavirus. So we figured let's just combine efforts and make things easier for all of us. Uh, also, lots of people were saying uh, over the phone, though, that we sound the same. So it we can kind of split up the work days. Like, I can do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I can do Tuesday, Thursday, and the other days during the week. And nobody can tell really the difference between our voices when we talk on the phone. All right, thanks, Kimmy. I, I, can, I can explain my thought. Stacy. I think you're embarrassing us while we're on the phone with the guy. Um, all right, anyway, so, yes, so we, like, combined our businesses, and it's Kimmy and Stacy's Cupcakes, uh, starring Kimmy and also Stacy. Um, well, I, I also think it's worth mentioning that, uh, while Stacy, you have the best icing, I have been known as more of the, the cake person, the cake smith, if you will. Um, and so we've been able to also combine our recipes to make a superior product. That's uh, about what I would have said, Stacey. Well, Kimmy, I said it, okay? But but I, I, I <laughs> what you're what you're saying makes total sense to me. I, I I I agree that together you are stronger than you are separated. Uh, but just in the past, it's just so crazy to see the turnaround from you you hating each other. Uh, because one of you stole the other's boyfriend at a dance at Cupcake School, and, and here you are combining your businesses uh, and, and, and dividing up the workday. Look at that. Look at, look at the two of you figuring it out. Uh, is there, has there been anything, any key to, to what's uh, helped th bring about this change? Well, yeah. So Stacy and I decided to go to therapy, and it was costly in terms of both our money and our time. But in the end, it, was, it really allowed us to squash our beefs in, in, a, in a way that the cupcake battle royale sort of began, uh, but therapy continued. And, and uh, together, we've been like living together for, I don't know, eight months, and... I mean, we've just shared about everything together. We've shared our souls. We've shared our pasts. We've shared our futures. And we, and we will share our future together. Um, but if I can be totally honest with you, she's driving me fucking up a wall. Okay. Uh, like, I, 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 I'm Kimmy, by the way. I need uh, to, to have my own space, you know. Kimmy, uh, me, Stacy. Uh, why are you whispering? I'm. I can hear. I can hear just about everything. Kimmy, Kimmy, I have a question I want to ask you. <sighs> the question is: Would you ever go out on a date with me, Eva Barbie? Yes, I want to take you on a romantic date for two. To give you a little bit of space from your sister, Stacy, but also to two very good and decent 
things with you. <laughs> oh my god, what did I just hear? What did I just see? I, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. Aren't you like a baby? <laughs> yes, I'm an evil baby, but I... I want to be an evil man. I mean, a good man. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. Tell me. Like, all right, bachelor number one. So if we were going to go on a date, where would you take me? What would we do? And what would you buy me? Well, since you die if you go just about anywhere, which is exciting for me to think about, we should go to the beach, the evil beach. And we'll have, uh, we'll, we'll watch the sun go down and maybe have some juicy juice or something. I don't know how to do this. Evil Bobby, I, I'm just so confused right now. I, I, I thought I knew you. You were almost like a part of me. And now you're asking a girl out and you want to do nice things with her and you're going to leave me alone to be alone with Skyler? I kind of like that answer. I mean, I have many, many gentlemen callers and suitors right now, but I feel like maybe I could use a new addition to the stable, you know what I mean? A new stud. I mean, you're three, but like... I guess we could, like, talk and stuff until it's legal, and then, like, whatever, you know, whatever happens. Uh, you'll be 18 or 16. I don't know what the age of consent is, which is really a, a really worrisome fact to be revealing. Um, but I'd be down to, like, wait and talk in the meantime if you're cool with that, you know? Yes, I'm quite cool with that, and we can... Talk and stuff in the meantime. I'm, I, I am not in any rush. I don't even know what I would do. <coughs> All right, I think we're getting to the point in the podcast where it's a good, nice time to wrap up. So I uh, just wanted to say my thank yous. Thank you to Kimmy and Stacy from Kimmy and Stacy's Cupcakes for calling in. I'd like to say thank you to my co-host, Bobby, uh, and co-host, Evil Bobby. I guess he's getting his own credit at this point. I'd like to thank uh, Mom as my only sponsor and uh, much of the material on my podcast. Thank you. Uh, also, thank you to Throw Pillows, uh, Mom's Thing of the Episode segment. Uh, I'd like to say no thank you to dating during coronavirus, and I would like to say thank you to the creators of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Bless you. Bless you, my children. Go forth.